Before we start today's podcast, who do we have on the phone? Hey, Miguel and Holly, how are you doing? Oh, Jacob, we're good. What are you up to? What am I up to? Well, Holly, guess what, Holly? Listen, Holly, listen, Holly. I won a PDQ gift card on Drew Grava Live yesterday. Can you believe that? I Ooh. cannot believe that. What What happened that led to this winning? What happened that led to this winning was I played Jacob's Jukebox Jeopardy yesterday. Oh, is this the first time you've gotten a prize? Well, I gotten a prize before, but someone actually called in and donated this prize to me. So can Aww. you believe that? That's I so love nice. that. That is really awesome, Jake. I mean, listen, you know you and I have gone head-to-head in that trivia, and you're quick. You're quick. I really thought I could beat you. I really did, but I was having a rough music day, apparently. So you are the champion. <laughs> yeah, but me and Miguel, we never have gone head to head in that game before, you know. And I tried to call Ugh. Miguel on, and I tried to call Miguel on the Drew Garavo show, but Drew Garavo never picked up the phone for me to talk to Miguel. So. Yeah, let me just be honest so with what you. Is up with that, we're you gonna know? we're gonna just talk about Miguel like he's not here, real quick. Listen, That's fine. um, he's not that good at music trivia of all genres and it would just be an embarrassment really for him to go up against you mm-hmm. now um if you did it like a very specific like you know songs of the the, the gay anthems <laughs> or 90s hip-hop and r&b or whatever but it's so broad he wouldn't be able to do it Mm-mm. Oh, hi, y'all. Yeah. I just came back oh, in. Oh, there's hey. Miguel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hi, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jacob, you are the yeah. undisputed king of music trivia in Tampa Bay. Yeah. We appreciate it. Well, Jacob, can and I'm you? I'm the number one, and I'm the number one radio personality of the year. You can't forget that. Oh. <laughs> Who's voting on that? Yeah. Oh. I'm in the running, too, there, Jacob. Wow. Okay. Well, Scotty the body. Come on, come on, come on, Scotty the body. I'm just supposed to hand over prizes now? Come on. (laughs) Mm. Jacob, tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. They are listening to the Holly O'Connor podcast (laughs) on Hot 101.5. I'm I'm acting like Miguel's not there. Tampa Bay's hit music. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) I got jokes. I just made that up, Miguel. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo and my ha-ha. Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Well, hello, and welcome to Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Welcome. The Friday edition, you platypus posse. We done screwed up. What, what? happened? We supposed to have that intro changed this week? I sent it over. We're good. Well, we did our part. Okay. We good. just got to get it packed from the people. P- the people. The people. The people. They're taking care of it. I already sent it out. We're good to We're go. Good. We're good. We're it's good. It's fine. We did our part. Okay. Shout oh, yeah. out. Because didn't boss, will, boss man Will say that uh, he's going to dock your pay if you didn't get a new intro in Well, Scott? I got it done by Monday, so. Oh, he says shots fired. I can't. Nah, never mind. You can't what? I don't want to live on any less pay. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Like, you just get used to your standard of living. And so it's like I've watched myself go from, like, a part-time at USF, yeah. and I was okay on that 
and then you get a little more, and you're like, okay. And it's just you live by your standards that well, you set. it's real hard because you obviously find things to use that money for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you suddenly have to go, like, way down or whatever, then you're like, what do I do? And also, I'm getting a ton more bills. Like, as, like, my dad keeps passing stuff mm-hmm. off to my brother and I, and I'm like, you know, that's cool. It's just like, it was like a snap of, like, all right, car insurance, phone bill, everything in creation, my own insurance, yeah. He was like, a dumb way for you to grow up so you could pay. Yeah, so it's Get just Get off of my card and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my standard, like, I can't go any lower right now. That's why I still have side hustles. Oh, I mean, that's why it is amazing as an adult, like, the amount of money that you need to for everything. I mean, just for, not even just, like, the bare necessities, but just, I mean, it's, like, the little things that no one ever tells you, and you're like, oh, I've got to buy, like, in our townhouse when I bought it. I was like, ooh, girl, we got every room has a bathroom. We got a half bathroom. Well, who's responsible for buying the toilet paper for the half bathroom? Me. You. When you have roommates and everyone's using, like, the um, uh, dish detergent, who has to buy it? You know, I had a morbid thought the other day, and for some reason now it recurs to me all the damn time, Mm -hmm. is... I take care of like everything in the house. Well, it is my house. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, mm-hmm. like I have a person, but and he's only there sometimes. So I have all the things. And the one for some reason that is just getting me every time when I change the garbage, because we have a special garbage uh, can, garbage can, <laughs> I can't think of that word. In it, it opens up. You put your foot on it and it opens up. And nice. one end is the garbage and then the recycle. Ling is in the other one. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's a little small. Sometimes I empty it a lot. So why this thought occurs to me a lot. I'm like, what if I die? How are people going to know how to get the garbage bags for this thing? <laughs> because <laughs> they're special size liners. Uh, is it like that simple it's human simple brand? Human. Yeah. Yeah. So I have the simple human app and mm-hmm. I have them on a schedule. Oh and so gosh. the app is on my phone in my account and I know how often or maybe I need to tweak it a little bit to like get the liners for the garbage can. Mm-hmm. And so every time I change the garbage can, I'm like. Who's going to even know how to do this? Not to mention you got to spend money for the garbage can liners. Right. Like, it's just a lot. It's everything. I, I think about that, too, especially now being with Abe and, you know, we've joined finances and everything. And so yeah. I'm like, here are the passwords to, like, this account that Important. no one knows about. Yep. Here's the password. But he knows, you know, everything. And I literally can't remember anything of his. Um, but I'm like, in case something happens to me. I barely remember anything. Like, we're lucky that the phone remembers my face. Yeah. Because otherwise. <laughs> be locked out all the time. I would be locked out of everything. Like, I, and so that's just, I'm like, uh, I, I feel sometimes like we're just moving through life, but everything is so precariously balanced. Mm-hmm. Like all the passwords and mm-hmm. all of the periodically delivered items to the house. And I'm just like. Man, this is a delicate balance. It is. It's a pain in the ass, and you have to get it. If one thing goes awry, you know? I'm actually putting, now that you say that, Holly, I'm putting on my to-do list on, like, the bottom, like, not going to get accomplished today, but for next week. Yeah. Our financial advisor, who's helped Abe and I join our finances, they keep saying uh, we need to create living wills. Yeah. And there's nothing more awkward than thinking about doing that. Listen to me. My best friend is a paralegal, and she works with estates. So she sees death all the time. Mm-hmm. And do you know how often she's been like, did you get your will done yet? Oof. Did you get your will? Did you get your will? And I 
Please don't be mad at me, Aaron. I didn't yes. get the will yet. Can she help with that? Oh, yeah, she got a person. Like, you can oh, have good. to pay the person. Right. But she does have a recommendation on who to do. And do you know I've asked her for that person's name probably seven times uh. now? So you, we're going to have to ask her again about the person. It's so important. I have a kid. Like, what am I doing? That's all right. You know what? I will ask her. So it'll seem like you didn't have to. <laughs> no, she's going to listen to the podcast. And uh, she's gonna be like, true. I heard what you had said. Uh, she's going to be just, like, I told you. Get it done. I know. So I'm just, I failed. Um. So for some of the platypus posse that listened to the actual broadcast show on Hot 101.5, um, we were... Or we revealed this week that, and by reveal, I mean we had to pull it out of him, that <laughs> Scott is taking his main lady friend yeah. home to Vero Beach Ms. this lady. weekend. Yeah. She's taking Miss Lady Miss home. Lady, lady home uh, to Vero Beach. And we were going to get into it today, but you had your second vaccine shot yesterday. Yeah, and that, that's a strong son of a bee, man. I It is what my ass so far. I was good. Like, I got it at, like, midday yesterday, and I was mm. good. I was like, dang. I made it all the way through, and as I was hosting trivia, I got, like, halfway through. We're getting started with, like, the sixth round, so you're, like, halfway through. It's, like, 8, 9 o'clock. And then I just started, like, my brain just got a little foggy. Mm. I started feeling that, like, cold, like, feeling where you get warm and you're, like, achy. And then I was like, okay, if it stays like this, that's fine. And then I went to bed, and I was like, I woke up at, like, 1 a.m., shivering, like, hardcore, cold, like, I can't go back to sleep. And then this morning I woke up at, like, 3-ish, and I was like, well, I'm just going to stay up. Get to the station early because I can't go back to sleep now. Did you have a bad reaction to the first shot? No, I had no reaction to the first shot. Oh. The second shot has, like, right now, it is just kicking my butt. Maybe your antibodies from having had COVID had kind of worn off. Maybe. A Whatever. Bit. I mean, I hear a lot of people say that second shot does it, and I thought I was going to skate by. I thought I was going to be the one that's like, man, it did bother me. No, it's bothering me hardcore right now. It seems like the people that did not have COVID had a hard time with the second shot. I had a hard time with both shots, so, and I had COVID. So. It's just it's so weird because there's no like right way to I don't know. It's, it's very. I mean, it's your body, it's so different yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I was so frustrated. I'm like, had COVID, and everyone's like, oh, it might be easier for you for the first shot. No, suck first shot, suck second shot, and I'm yeah. like, whatever, yeah, it's no. fine. But now you got a big old the, shield the bubble good around news you. News yes. is that the stronger your reaction, the more your body's working it. Well, that's working it right now. I'm about to say, I, I literally have a uh, Star Trek shield around me for COVID after all the reactions I've had. Yeah. Um, but because of that, we will wait until after the weekend. So on Wednesday's podcast, we'll delve deeper into that. Yeah. Um, because I know you're you're tired and trying to play mental Olympics with you right now probably isn't the best. It's not easy right now. I'm just going to sit back and relax and listen. Okay. And I'll and- talk when I need to. So what we will do is we have uh, Stacy, our soul worker medium, on. Stacy, how are you doing? Hello, good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, Miguel and Holly fan member Seth on. Who, when we said on our last podcast, hey, if you want to do a reading, uh, we will uh, have you on. So before we start to get the work through with you, Seth. Uh, Stacy. what's been going on in the medium world? <laughs> oh, lots and lots and lots. I've been crazy busy booked up. I'm enjoying every single session, and I cannot thank you guys enough for letting me help everybody. It just means the world to me, so thank you. Random technical note, Stacy. are you on Bluetooth or speakerphone, and is it possible for yeah. you to not be on it? Yes, hold on two seconds. I know. It's easier. <laughs> Hello, to- is that better? Let's see. Say a couple more things. Hello. 
Hello. There, there, we, go. there yeah. we go. Hey. I'm sorry. I know it's easier. Hey, don't yes. to be on. Uh, the, the joke I've been saying for a million years now, we can launch rockets with our phones, but phone calls can't actually be now, clear. Sound good. Yeah. No, uh, it's crazy because my phone has been acting up all day and I'm sitting here going, having a miniature part panic attack going, oh, what if it's not working for the podcast? Oh, oh, God. oh no. no! Oh no! It's starting to break. Wait a minute. Up. Hold on, Stacy. We got you. Are you there? Hello. All right. Maybe try us on speakerphone. That yeah. may help. Yeah. Put us back on. Say that again. Hold there. on. Oh. Hi. I'm here. There we go. Okay. Don't we'll try move. that. Sorry, guys. You know you're fine. Listen, with these phones. After years of doing this, we get it. Um, before we get to Seth, Stacy, do you know anything or feel anything about Mercury retrograde? Because Holly just told us that we're about to go into Mercury retrograde. Um, do you know anything about that, or do you feel anything uh, when that time comes? So you know how everything's messing up with my phone right now? Uh -huh. Oh, Lord. That's because of Mercury retrograde. If it's going to happen, it will happen. Your car is going to break down. It's the crazy stuff of tires going flat, phones not working, um, miscommunication. And I think if I'm not mistaken, it actually should be starting around, oh, it's soon. I like, think it's tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. I was going to say, wouldn't it be like tomorrow through like June 22nd, if I'm not mistaken? I don't actually know the ending date, but yes, it is starting tomorrow, so... Yeah, yeah. Now, it's not so, all bad things. It's a good time to kind of self-reflect. and just, Oh, absolutely. It's a purging period, I call it. It's just It gives you perspective. It gives you perspective on what's coming, what you should get rid of, what's good in your life, you know, and what's not serving its purpose. It's just if something's going to go wrong, it'll go wrong, but it's also for a purpose. I always say all the negative that happens is always a positive in the, me in the meantime. Okay. Like once I had a client who had a flat tire, and it turned out she met this lovely person who helped her with the flat tire. So you always have to think of the negatives always pull together the positive. Amen to that. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Why have none of the articles you've ever read about Mercury retrograde say that? They always make it sound like doom and destruction. Miguel, because if it bleeds, it leads. True. Like they they get more clicks if people want to hear about how doomed they are. Yeah. Yes, but it's really technically we're never really doomed. It's just like I said, it's like a purging. Everything falls apart to fall back together again. And you know. If I may, we just had this crazy full moon, super moon, blood moon, flower moon, eclipse moon that was oh, also girl. about uh, <laughs> a lot of letting go and purging and um, getting rid of things that don't serve you. So that just happened. Mercury retrograde is happening. So it's a lot of letting go what doesn't serve you right now. Yes, and I'm also getting a lot of questions about anxiety. And anybody who's super sensitive, empaths, all of that, yep, you're feeling it. Yeah. You're feeling the shift. You're feeling the vibrations. You're feeling all of that, the vibes. Mm. It's just, it's a lot for some people. Yeah. And so you're not crazy. And some people that are highly sensitive are also, have also been feeling a little bit maybe either down or uh, lethargic. Yes, exhausted is a is, is because again the vibes everything pulls off of people. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to send a middle finger to Mercury retrograde right now. <laughs> for, send it right back. No, because for, remember the positive that comes out of it. Yeah, Miguel, that's the pain true. In the ass. That's yeah. true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's just it's just frustrating. Messing up my pride. Month. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get to our Miguel and Holly fan member slash platypus posse, a uh, Seth. Uh, you wanted to get a reading from uh, Stacy, So this is where 
we just sort of sit back and we just eavesdrop on Stacy and Seth. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Hi, Seth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Stop being nervous. You're not allowed. It's not. You got to like completely tune all of these people out. It's all gravy, baby. It's just you, me, and the phone. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Everything good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. So here's a story. I do work through God. You're always in charge of your own fate. You're always in charge of your own destiny. It's one of my biggest things of what I tell everybody before I do a session. Um, I would love to do a whole big medium stuff on you and, and talk to all your people who have passed, but I also need to talk to you actually about life today. Is that okay with you? Yeah. I'm trying to give you a whole bunch of reassurance because it almost feels like, and please, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I get to sound like a complete goober. But I don't think I am. I just need you to know to hold on because it just feels like things are overwhelming you right now. And you're kind of in this place of you want to go, but you need to stay. I don't know if this means work. I don't know if this means relationship, but there's a transition period going on for you about to start happening. It's actually really, really good. And my whole advice to you right now is just stay put. Everything's going to work out in the best for you. Does that make sense to you? Uh, possibly. Okay. What's going on with your work situation, if you don't mind asking? Um, I mean, like, I'm feeling a little <laughs> insecure about it, but I like my job. Like, I, I think I just feel like uh, comparing myself to others. Like, Stop doing it. I'm yeah, not, I was going to say, hang yeah. in there. Hang tight. You're not going anywhere. It's pos- Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a positive thing. Uh, I don't know how to explain it because I'm trying to be, you know, good because we're being recorded um hang in like hang on hang tight the other thing i have to ask you and this is where it does come with the people who have passed on do you have a father or grandfather that's passed because there's a very very strong male energy that keeps coming around you is that possible okay Mm -hmm. is this your father yeah okay i need you to understand that he keeps he's begging you to know that he's okay okay um, so did you not get to spend a whole lot of time with him because he's apologizing for not being able to spend more time with you? Uh, yeah, we didn't have a very good relationship. He's taking responsibility for that. And he's, yeah. he's, he's letting you know that I guess there's, there's this big part where I don't know how to say this the right way. So please forgive me. He needs you to know how much he accepts you and how much he appreciates and loves you. He's going, I never told him that he's okay in my book. I never told okay. him that I just that he's one of my favorite people. It's almost like he didn't know how to deal, and so he just pushed away. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. When he passed, did you guys not get to say goodbye properly? Because he's also apologizing for not being able to say goodbye. Um. Uh, not really. You got to he, say your goodbyes, but he wasn't awake. How does this? Because he's going. I didn't get to say goodbye. Um, he was in a hospice. Okay. And I had called him, not like that week or anything, but like prior. I was going to say it was like two, three weeks. Yeah, he was getting to the point where he couldn't remember anything, so I kind of stopped calling. Right. I need you to know that's okay. Okay. Because he's apologizing. And I need you okay. to know that he didn't suffer because he literally just shows me he fun- he literally went to sleep. Yeah. Okay. 
So did everything just fall on your shoulders after he passed? Because he's apologizing to you for that. Because I guess you went and took care of everybody else around you. Or that's what you do now in life, period. Um, I don't know about that. I guess uh, there's a very heavy feeling around you at your shoulders. I don't know what that means. So hold on to that for me. Unless, like I said, okay. life is giving you a lot of pressure. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because it's just like, he's like, he says that everything, he literally says everything's sitting on top of you. Okay, yeah. That, so that did your grandmother good. help raise you? No. That's so bizarre. And his mom is passed, correct? Yes. Yeah, because she's taking credit for you. Like, I guess she's one of your guardians. Okay, I was thinking about that yesterday, so that's kind of funny. Okay. It's just, it's one of those things that, like, she's making a big deal out of who you are. Okay. So do you have any questions? (laughs) Yeah, she's really cool. Like, she's very, very sweet, and she's hysterical. Like, she's just like, here I am. Yeah. Yeah, she's hilarious. It's just, and and I just, she's really, really freaking proud of you. And I guess, so are you in a relationship? Are you getting married, if you don't mind me asking? I'm married. Okay, because she's so excited about this person in your life. Okay. Like congratulating you for this person. Okay. Yeah. So congratulations. I'm really happy for you. Life. This is good. Just hang in there okay. with the work stuff. I promise you it's not what you think. Okay. Um. Yeah. I was going to ask like, I know I'm not supposed to ask things, but you like. You can probably ask some stuff because I feel like we're not getting a whole lot from you. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say it. Ask I, a question. Go for it. I feel like you're just like, <laughs> I'm going to sit like a rock and protect myself by not <laughs> saying things. And he's so nervous too, guys. So it's like, you know. <laughs> That's kind of my go-to. I'm sorry. Um, so, well, first of all, I did want to kind of just take it all in first because, you know, you're a medium. So there's. You don't want to, like, give too much before I get, you know of what I mean? Of course. Yeah, that's why I always, then you notice I don't ask questions. I'm just like, does that make sense? Because I'm yeah. looking at the puzzle, and I don't know what the, the puzzle looks like. I'm just looking at it face down, trying to put these pieces together, and I have no idea what I'm seeing and what I'm doing. And meanwhile, your father's being, he wasn't much of a talker to begin with. So you and him are very similar in that sense of, I'm here, I'm not going to really show too much, I'm not going to really talk too much, but at the same time, let me, he's going to know these things. Does that make sense? See how I say, does that make sense? Because that's what he's trying to say. So it's it's hard, and then you're quiet. So it's like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so, well, my question was, like, I was going to ask if they, if they, like, try to, con- like, reach out to my wife. Um, um, because she, so she has dreams. Dreams. Okay. Yeah. Your grandmother loves this woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they would love her. I'm yeah, actually I mean, kind of glad that my dad isn't around because he might love her more than I well, would Well, yeah. He tries. I was going to say, he, he would completely <laughs> go crazy for her. Um, and I also, okay, this is really important to me to, tell, to let you know this. Sorry, I don't mean to get emotional, but he's going, let him know that I wasn't who I was when I passed. So I guess okay. his personality changed, and he's going, I just let him know that wasn't me. And he well, went through a lot. Does that make sense? Yeah, he was um, he was really abusive. Okay. Um, so we ended up getting a restraining order against him when I was young, and then 
Yeah. Uh, right before he died, I kind of visited him and c- kind of started getting along with him again. Right. Um, so that's that story. <laughs> well, he just he's he's and there's a lot to him, and and there there's a lot there's a lot of things that I keep going. And I told you that's why I'm trying to be like okay on the radio. You know what I mean? But. I would love to, I won't even charge you. I would love to keep talking to you privately because there's a lot that we got to talk about as far as he's concerned with things. Okay. So if you would be willing to do that, I would, I would totally Absolutely. appreciate that. Thank you. Sincerely. Yeah. I've been, I've actually been wanting to do this for a while. Um, and especially recently, um, I really feel like he's been coming around. Um, I well, started therapy. Also, I guess there's a birthday coming up to our anniversary because he keeps showing me balloons. So that's another thing going on as well with you guys. And it's not yours. It's not like that. It's a family member. And my wife, her birthday okay. is coming up. All right. Um, so I'll let her know that she's highly favored. <laughs> uh, yes, she sincerely is. Mm. Sincerely is. Yes. And did you guys that have a little girl yet? No. Oh, wait, that's her niece. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's so. actually been kind of a point of contention is like um, me learning how to not have his habits. You're not going to. You're not going to. That's that's. You're going to go out of your way. You're going to be one of those people that aren't going to be victimized. You're going to find a change. You're not going to. The second you meet this child, you're going to go, holy cow, sincerely I urge you to become a father you're going to be so much more than what you could even imagine as far as being a parent is concerned hmm. okay. don't don't huh, don't withhold yourself don't just 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 please do that for yourself I promise it won't okay. be a mistake Okay. I I probably won't have kids, but I am like like See that really cool uncle. Have, yeah, we have we have children in our life now. They're not ours yep. and that's going to be it. <laughs> but that's that, that that's totally fine but make your difference cuz you you are gifted with the, when it comes to kids. Okay, that's news to me. <laughs> I know. You should give you should be better to yourself. You should think better of yourself. Sincerely. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I'm so, trying. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate your time. And like I said, if you want to set up something privately, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a message. I really appreciate it. And Miguel and Holly, I seriously appreciate you giving me this opportunity. It's, it's, I'm just shocked. <laughs> Did it make what, what sort of connected in your life? Because, you know, we're sitting here eavesdropping on the conversation, not knowing what's making sense and, and, and what doesn't. So how did the the pieces connect? Um well I I've well like I said for a while I've been I've been trying to see if my dad is coming through the way that I I think he is. Um and and there have been a lot of things lately that um I've been trying to I don't know like figure out for myself and it seems like Maybe he's trying to help me do that. I started therapy recently, and ever since I started therapy, it's he's like coming around, making it uh, obvious. Mm. And I don't know. Well, if he's he messes with there. lights as well, huh? He does mess with a lot of lights as well, like legit light. Like he messes yeah. with lights around the house. 
Yeah, tell him to knock it off because I want my life to work. <laughs> uh, so are you yeah. telling us, hold on a minute, are you telling us that you feel as though you have some paranormal activity going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, like, and like I, knock I've off been watching. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, like, like, I've been wondering why he's especially coming around since I started therapy. And if he's like trying to get me to talk about him or something, because I started therapy not because of him. It was like other stuff. And then he's been coming around. Well, oftentimes, so. I mean, in therapy anyway, things come out that you have no intention of talking about. And that's what the beauty of therapy is. But maybe it is like the, uh, the coming together of stuff. Stacey, does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think he's also trying to apologize. Like, even when yeah. I started to talk to you, he's apologizing, apologizing, apologizing. He carries a lot of weight. He knows what he did. That wasn't to him. He's going, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. So okay. I guess, I, I don't know if he was an alcoholic on top of it. I, I don't know because he says he keeps apologizing to you like you didn't deserve it. And, I mean, he was physical and verbally abusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have images going through my head. So it's mm-hmm. intense. And it wasn't just to you. No, no. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wasn't an alcoholic, but he should have been on medication. Let's say that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, well, that's wow. cool. Was this helpful for you, Seth? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, like you said, like, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you some more as well. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Seth. I appreciate you. I'm sorry if I wasn't as verbal as. <laughs> oh, that's no. okay. I just wasn't oh. sure what was going on with you, and I wanted to, A, kind of check in, and B, kind of be like, hey, I I love you so much, Seth, but w- this is an, a, a verbal audio medium mm-hmm. like that we I'm use, so like sorry. the podcast and whatnot. <laughs> and so we just sort of also need to know that you're you're there. And I'm not saying, like, you did anything wrong. It's just I wanted to kind of just, like, remind you that, hey, we're you know. You can connect you and can, just. You can say a couple. You don't have to, like, give your life story because everybody knows that you don't want to do that, and you know, especially if you're skeptical a little bit of, you know, mediums or psychics or what have you. And so I totally get where you're coming from. But also it's okay to kind of have a conversation. That's all. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, um okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I have that, like, underlying skepticism, but I'm also extremely open mm-hmm. and interested. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sure, yeah. I'm kind of both. Yeah, that but makes total I'm sense. More open than skeptical, I would say. Got it. No, right. that makes total sense. I mean, the first time I sat down with Stacey, I was like, "What you got? What? I am a steel <laughs> cage. I just want you. I want to see." And then, as you know, like Stacey says, she was sort of putting the puzzle pieces down, and I was like, "Okay, I that piece makes sense. That piece makes sense." Puzzles are hard when you can't see them. Right, and they all come together. So that's why I was just curious, Seth, if those puzzle pieces were coming together for you, you know, about your dad and even before um, when Stacey was talking about, you know, them accepting you and, you know, how that applies to your life and just making sure we were on the right track. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've, I've like, in therapy, you know, my therapist has been kind of trying to say, like, like you are accepted and you are enough and stuff. So, yeah, you know, obviously that's a thing. Right. <laughs> so, and I think she, she's actually been, cause like I said, the reason I started therapy, like had nothing to do with my dad, but she's been like focusing on that. 
Well, mm. a lot of stuff, and I don't know what you're in therapy for, but what I've learned about therapy is that, you know, you can start with one. This is how my journey went. So let me just share with you briefly how it, how it went for me. I went because of something that happened in my life that like blew my life up. And I wanted to work through that as I worked through various things in, in, um, around this instance. But what ended up happening as I worked through that is I found out because you have to dig deep in therapy to get to the root of what the problems actually are and why they're there. So the root of what happened with me was the fact that my mother raised me to be codependent. In no way did I think I was going to talk about my mother in therapy because up until that time, I would have just told you my mom was the perfect parent. I always, you know, like I just am trying to emulate what she did. Miguel can verify. And it wasn't until I started therapy that I realized maybe what she was doing wasn't so perfect after all. And that doesn't mean that what she was doing was necessarily bad. She was doing the best that she thought she could. And then I had to go and dig into her shit. And then that Mm -hmm. was a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? So like we've ended, I've been in therapy for a couple of years now. And almost every time at some point we bring up my mom because that issue runs so deep. Once we started fixing it, the other thing that I originally started therapy for kind of worked itself out on its own because a lot of what I had been dealing with was completely unknown to me about my mom. Mm. So if your therapist is urging you to go deeper and maybe talk through your father's stuff, there's a reason for that. There's a reason that that whatever it is that you you went to therapy for in the first place has a really deep and unknown root in what's going on with your dad. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> It all comes, a lot of stuff comes from our childhood, how we were raised, what we think and perceive about ourselves. And that's why it's like kind of, uh, I guess, the running joke, like, oh, you know, tell me about my childhood. Mm. Well, yeah, because a lot of of the stuff that makes us who we are happens in our childhood. It's your foundation. It is. And if it's cracked, you got to go back down to it and fix it. And that is not easy. It's not like a quick two-visit fix. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, Because, like, I think what I did was, like, I just disassociated myself from it, like, even as a child. Yeah. So I was like, it's not a problem. It's just a fact. It's not a problem. It's a thing that I know that happened about, well, guess what? Your body doesn't forget, Seth. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) There's this book called The Body Keeps the Score. And all of your mini traumas and your big traumas and all the traumas, they stay in your energy and your spirit and your body. Mm. And until you work those things out, they're going to continue. I try to tell my mom this because my mom's in therapy and she doesn't quite get it. Not that I'm saying that you don't, but I say, like, let's say you were in, like, this crazy car accident where you hit the road and you got all this road rash. And Yep, been there, been there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know. They, yeah. they have to pick all that shit out, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you have all these pebbles and glass and rocks and whatever in your skin and your bones, whatever, whoever wow. knows what. They have to clean all of that out so that your leg or your arm or torso can heal properly. Now, your body's going to heal itself no matter what happens. Like, if you don't pick all that shit out, it's still going to heal itself, but... It's still there. It's still not there the and not the same yeah. way and not strong. It's going to it's gonna grow new skin because that's what bodies do, but it's still going to hurt. It's still going to give you problems for your life. By the time you're 70, you're going to be like, this is horrendous. It's the same way with mental and emotional traumas. If you don't get in there at some point and dig out the dirt and the glass and the sharp edges, you're just burying things over it. Even though you think your mind has tricked you into being like, oh, I put it in a box. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me there. The box is getting full, Seth. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why it takes a long time and you got to like get down to the root of that stuff. It makes perfect sense if you were coming from a traumatized emotional home that you would dissociate and put that in a box and then think to yourself, okay, I know that that happened, but I'm okay. Little yes, remember what I was not oh, I'm okay. Sorry. Like, no, go ahead, Stacey. No, remember when I was telling you how heavy I feel with you? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm feeling is all I'm feeling. Remember all the pressure, all the stuff you're carrying is that box. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah. It's okay. It's a thing. That's <laughs> like, oh, sorry. I, just, I know. I just, ooh. it's hard. I think for, um, well, you said you recently started therapy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult, actually. We all talk about, we're wrapping up the tail end of Mental Health Awareness Month, and we all say, oh, therapy, therapy, therapy. Yeah. And I, and Scott can probably attest to this. What does that really mean? Like, maybe you've gotten to the point where you're like, I should probably talk to someone. Okay, first of all, you probably should have talked to someone a long time ago. But I wanted to, for yes, sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I think a lot of us don't know what it even means when they, we start our therapy journey. We're like, well, we're going to go talk to someone and we'll have some good chats. And then in a couple of weeks, I'll be all set. Yep. What it hmm. actually means is like digging way down to the root of your trauma. And it's and this is maybe why a lot of people don't get the therapy they should yep. if, they, if they're it's, it's available to them. But um. Because it's so hard. It's the probably the hardest work that you will ever do because it's painful. Think about it like if you had to go back and dig all that road rash out of a leg or something. Mm. Now you're feeling the pain twice. You got to open it all back up. And dig it out. Yeah. And it sucks. Oh, not but easy. it's so worth it for your own self at the end. And I, that's that's a wider message, Seth, not just to you. But I, I feel like we preach therapy a lot, but we don't really talk about what it means. Mm. So actually, Yeah, well, that's you. like my mom. She's like, oh, it's always good to talk to someone and get it all out. I'm like, that's not therapy. Like, you're not just talking to someone. Right, right. you're working through it. You're but own. it's sort of like mm-hmm. you got to, like, you can't give the whole no. book. You got to, like, just stick your foot in yeah, go in and chapters. sort of just get it. And then it just sort of drags you in to like Holly said earlier, where once you start to unearth all that stuff, you're like, oh, I never thought that that affected this part of my personality or yeah. that from my childhood. And then it's like you're just sort of working through all these branches that you didn't know all and, led back to stuff yeah. that you dealt with as a child. You heal one thing and then you're like, ah, Jesus, There's I got another, another one. one. Something else. Something else came up. but And that's why it is really a journey. And that's why it is so difficult to actually go through it because it's like who wants to have to deal with that? But it's so much better for you if you do. And so you're doing the absolute right thing and you're doing the best you can with what you've got, Seth. Like, and I'm not a psychic by any means. I'm not like, like I'm, I'm empathic, but I'm not, I don't have the gifts that Stacy has. But what I can tell you is that I had no idea what it meant to get into this journey with therapy until I was really fully in it. And I realized that I had way more issues. I literally was like recommending therapy to other people and like, I'm good though. <laughs> like, fuck me. What did I think? Like, <laughs> I, we all have issues that we don't know how to address, and some of us don't mm-hmm. even know they exist. So I wish you the absolute best of luck digging into those those boxes. Absolutely. Thank you. Seth, thank you so much, and then you can uh, connect with Stacy uh, online, okay? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All thank right. you, guys. Thank you. And Stacy, what's all of your information if people want to uh, have a session with you and start the process? 
you may book a session at soulworkerstacyrenee.com. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Seth, thank you. Stacy. always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you both so much. Have a wonderful, Thanks. wonderful day. Yes, you too. You too. Have a great right. weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye. How, how you doing over there, Scott? I'm good. You look like you're dying. A little bit. I feel like it, but it's all right. I'm good. That was a good. That was a good conversation. That was good. I like the therapy part at the end. That was really a uh, very informative for people that don't really understand therapy because I'm dealing with that now of like trying to have people in my life understand what I'm trying to go through. That part's out because even like my dad, man, he gives me like you know he's great. Yeah. But when I tell him like yeah I have, I'm having a therapy session today, he's like you know like the last comment he made and like he's all for it. He just hasn't had a, I guess good experiences with it, but he's like you know you could always talk to me. I'm like I do. But even in my last therapy session, I talked about you. Yeah. In a great, like, you know, and I told, and, you know, I'm opening, I'm learning to reopen up to my dad, like, with a lot. Because, you know, he's my my main dude now. So, it's just kind of that disconnect, which I think that conversation really helps. Because it's not just talking to someone. I love how Seth said that. It's, yeah. No, you're you're slowly allowing yourself to open up and dig, dig, dig. And then, yeah. there's the root. You kind of do the work. Like, the therapist guides oh, you. And yeah. that's where the problem is. Like, you know, he, your dad meant absolutely Yeah, no, no harm from it. And, like, friends and whatever. Well, just talk to me. You do have your license right. to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's you what I told my dad. Tools? I was like, the tool, exactly, because that's what I love about my therapist. It's not even more so like, let me get everything out of you. It's like, hey, like here's the tools. When you're ready, you take those steps. Yeah. And when the next time we come together, we'll talk about them. Yeah, and the, then the real difficult part, and I talk about this with my person all the time, is like, because he's in therapy, and so we uh, will discuss for him specifically, he goes every week, and in between times that's where more of the work gets done because yes. you're only with your therapist for like an hour, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you bring up what you want to bring up. You get good feedback. You do your therapy session. And then you have a whole week and you're like, now what? And then mm. you're processing, processing, processing. You're going through what was said in your head. You're connecting dots. Your brain is working overtime because your brain wants to heal this. Heck mm. yeah. Right? Your yep. brain doesn't know how. That's why sometimes like – and it, crazy stuff happens. Like your brain, like will do all kinds of stuff to keep you safe. Kind of like how Seth was talking about, where it will um, put it in a box, and it's like, well, it's not bothering me right this minute, so I'm just gonna live my life yep. and ignore it. And then, eventually. like, eventually, it can't hold that anymore. Yeah. So, um, in between the therapy sessions, he's like connecting dots, going over things, thinking of additional light bulb moments it, it's these like aha light bulb moments yes. that happen in in the week between or the two weeks or three weeks or month between where you're doing your own therapy work and that's what it means and so you like take notes or that's when would be a good time to confide in a friend that understands a therapy journey yes. and be yeah, like yeah. so because me and my person will talk it out like you know he'll be like oh my god i just thought about something with my parents and what i was talking to so-and-so about listen to my theory and i'm like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, ooh, what about this plus this about your parents? Oh, shoot. He's like, okay, I'm writing it down for therapy next week. So it's mm. a constant process of learning what you need to learn from the therapist yeah. and then doing it on your own as you go along with your day. Yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's actually, I shoot, I almost feel guilty because I feel like we should have been talking more about this aspect of therapy because we just sit here and we're like, get a therapist. Like, that's easy. Uh, And then we're like, yeah, do therapy. Like, that's easy. It's how do you do it? And I think this, Scott's right, was a good discussion in it may not be what you think it is. Right. No. But I feel like that's 
a hard message to <laughs> condense down and get someone who's skeptical about it. Yeah. But at least just getting them in the door to like start the process. Right. And then yeah. hopefully the therapist will sort of walk you through how to process, you know, what they're pulling out. Right. And how to like protect yourself so you're not just sitting there with an open wound now that you've Pick the shards out, but then you still have to heal back. I know. And they can sort of help walk you through it. But it's sort of like just getting you in the door. And it's okay to, to ask the them questions. Oh, God. I have mm-hmm. no idea what I'm doing all the time. I know. Yeah. I still to this day, I'm like, so what do you what do you think I should do about that? Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just you, my open, oh, just open and ask questions. Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Miguel Fuller for all of mine. And if you want some Miguel and Holly swag, just shoot me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And please leave us a review, five star, uh, whatever you want to do. If it's a one or two or three or four. No. Don't. You know? Five. Five. Thank you. We appreciate it. And thank you again to uh, Seth for joining us and also all to Stacy for uh, coming on and helping us out with the podcast. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Mm. We'll see you next time. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.